With the winter weather around the corner, consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at cruiseradio.net. Gosh, you've been missed greatly here in the studios. I know, I almost forgot everything. Oh, man. <laughs> well, you've been having too much fun, and we just love that for you. <laughs> From gadling.com, Chris Owen will join us on this show. Plus, we'll get a review of Royal Caribbean's Jewel of the Seas from listeners Phil and Lisa. They sailed on it over Thanksgiving weekend. A delightful married couple, I understand. Uh, not quite married. Okay, then. <laughs> they will be soon enough. First, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy. Happy New Year, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. And a very happy New Year to both of you guys. Thank you. Carnival launched a new marketing campaign this week to reach out to its first-time cruisers. What do you think? Well, I think uh, we've seen the good, the bad, the ugly um, over the uh, the last several uh, weeks or the yeah. last month with uh, some campaigns. And, uh, you know, Royal Caribbean came out with a great one. Uh, Carnival just debuted their Land versus Sea. And what's really nice about both approaches is it really dispels the myths surrounding cruising. And it really, bring, it really shows people, uh, you know, as, as cruising continues to become more mainstream, how exciting and how value-oriented and how fantastic a cruise vacation is. And you can check both those commercials out in the show notes at cruiseradio.net. Disney Fantasy was attacked by pirates. <laughs> yeah, what do, you, what do you think about that? Uh, no. The date. Attacked by pirates. <laughs> yeah. So Disney has a new cruise ship that's uh, due out early next year, Disney Fantasy. It's being built right now over in Europe, and it was attacked a couple of weeks ago. Not attacked, but damaged a couple of weeks ago by vandals. Uh, what happened? Well, what someone or a uh, collection of people did is uh, some water valves were allegedly left open um, around December the 9th, and it caused about... Uh, about uh, $1.3 million worth of damage to 40 cabins that uh, wow. were probably flooded. So, uh, But the good news is that the delivery date of the ship is unaffected, and uh, her float-out is uh, scheduled for January 7th when she hits uh, the water for the very first time. And something very exciting uh, came, uh, came across our desk today, guys. You What's that? that? Well, it turns out that Disney Fantasy is scheduled to be in New York on for four days between February 28th and March the 2nd. So the question is, does that mean that the ship may be in store for a New York City christening? So uh, mm. we'll have to uh, stay tuned to that, uh, that story. Viking River Cruises, who, by the way, are huge in Europe, announced a few days ago that they're going to order two ocean-going ships. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, they are one of the uh, largest uh, riverboat uh, companies around the world, and, and Europe is, is, is the biggest center of it. Um, but you know, what a lot of people don't remember or realize is that many of their executives are former Royal Viking Line executives. And uh, so, you know, the sea, the ocean, is uh, nothing new to these guys. So right. looks like they've ordered uh, two 888-passenger ships. Mm. That'll be about uh, forty to 50,000 tons, uh, which is surprisingly very close to what was uh, one of the last um, Royal Viking ships, the Royal Viking Sun. So uh, it's going to be pretty exciting considering uh, the ships will be uh, coming out in, I think it was 2014 and 2015. 
Uh, so these guys know what they're doing, and uh, I'm sure the ships are going to be gorgeous. Yeah, they have like four new ships coming out next year, don't they? In the, for the river boats. Yeah, yeah. river boats. Wow. So uh, you know the, the you know the river boats slash long boats are you know those are you know easily uh, you know, right built, now. but they don't carry as as many passengers as as a cruise ship would. So a lot of cruise sales happening in the next couple of weeks. So a lot of cruise sales are happening in the next couple of weeks, but are they really deals? As of now, Doug, you know, you also have, you know, cruise lines that are, you know, claiming they're going to be raising prices. But, you know, keep in mind that they really can't raise the prices or they can try to raise the prices. But if no one reacts, then, you know, the, the prices are going to have to be uh, adjusted downward. But, I mean, as of now, I mean, the, the sales are really nothing, nothing big. You know, you know, a $15 shipboard credit shouldn't uh, get anybody excited. Yeah. But when you start to see the, the free upgrades from, let's say, ocean views to balconies, uh, I mean that, that's kind of a better idea, but you have to look at the bottom line price. But you know, right right now the the current sales are are no big deal. The Mediterranean is is going to have uh, should should have some some good opportunities. As I always tell people, look at the the early part of the season. You know, the April May uh, time period before the families can start to travel, because that's when the airfare uh, you know starts to pick up. And you know, besides looking at Barcelona, I think Rome's going to be a fantastic. Uh, uh, Rome and Venice this year are going to be uh, terrific, uh, you know, opportunities to to catch some of those Mediterranean cruises. Going into 2012, what are the fuel prices looking like? Fuel, you know, kind of goes up and down. Carnival is now beginning to announce that they're going to start to uh, hedge their bets a little bit uh, on their on their fuel prices. But you know, as you know, fuel look, there could be a hiccup in the in the Mediterranean, you know, or you know the uh, out in the in the Red Sea, you know, or the Persian Gulf, etc. Uh, you know, could cause, you know, Iran right now is, is starting to, uh, you know, create some problems. And, you know, as we saw, a threat, you know, caused uh, pricing of, of uh, crude to go up about 7% um, that day. So, you know, any, anything can happen with, with fuel prices. But right now, the good news is that the cruise prices still remain very healthy, and uh, it would be detrimental to future bookings for the cruise lines during these conditions to reinstate the fuel surcharges. So, Hopefully, we won't see that uh, occurring at any time in 2012. Stuart, I've been taking sincerity workshops lately, so believe me when I tell you that uh, we really appreciate everything you've done over the last year. Oh, it's, listen, it's a pleasure. Right on. Happy New Year, Stewie. All right, guys. Take it easy. been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise One. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun. Hazanar. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. Or the Far East. Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise One. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. Let us send you on your way. Cruise One. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One. Yeah. Cruise One. Internet Kelvin, the all-star. Always nice to have Chris Owen with us from Gadling.com. 
Hi, Chris. Hi, Doug. Hi, Matt. So nice to talk to you. It's been a little while. Let's get right to this. This is actually an email from Scott in Minneapolis. He writes, I'll be taking my family on a spring break cruise this upcoming April and really don't know much about how connected I can be at sea when it comes to checking emails. I'm an account executive for a medical supply company and can't be too disconnected during our busy time. Do you have any advice? Actually, I do, Scott. But before, let's, before we begin, let's talk about how uh, the Internet connection works on a cruise ship. Okay. It's done with satellites. Now, on land, we have DSL at the top of the choices for speed, followed by cable modem like your cable TV company might have. Then comes a satellite connection, which rates about as fast as dial-up. Maybe a little faster, but it's, if it's not a cloudy day. But that's when the ground station is fixed in one place. At sea, the ground station, in this case, is concealed in that big ball you see on the deck of the cruise ship, and it's moving a lot of the time, so it's constantly searching for a satellite to hook up to, and that uh, never adds up real well. I have a couple questions for you. Are you rich, Scott? That's the, that's the first question. If you're rich, and you know, as an account executive, you probably make plenty of money, so just stay connected all the time. That's your best bet. Now, Scott, if you're not rich... Um, the best idea for you would be to buy the biggest plan they have, whatever the most minutes it is, and buy it from the Internet Cafe Manager if you can. If not, make a point of meeting the Internet Cafe Manager early in the voyage, get to know him, have the wife knit him some socks, buy him a drink, take him ashore and get him a massage, you know, that sort of thing. Later, when the satellite-driven Internet connection is not laser fast as you expect it to be at home, Go see your buddy, the Internet Cafe Manager, and see if he will have, give you some minutes to make up for the slow speed. They do that. It happens on every cruise. It'll happen to you. And here's some tips. Connecting is not the problem, Scott. Doing something with the connection is what the problem is. You'll be able to connect just fine, but it'll be slow. So try to jump on and jump off the Internet, downloading messages onto your wireless laptop if you've got one. And that's the fastest. Then reply offline, then jump back on the Internet and to send the replies. Um, forget sending photos unless uh, the speed is snappy at the time that you're doing it. Or you can do what Doug does and go uh, connect uh, to a bar where there are adequate diversions to <laughs> occupy your time because uh, you will be waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can connect. Uh, another, another idea I do this all the time, is connect uh, in the middle of the night or early in the morning. I know it does not sound like a dream vacation, but if you want to get them get online and you want it to be a pleasurable experience online, in the middle of the night is when it's done while everyone is asleep or passed out. Okay. Our next question here is from Randy from Sacramento, California. We just booked our first cruise aboard Norwegian Epic and see there's a bunch of specialty dining venues that come with a cost. With a family of four, that can be quite pricey. Does the Epic offer free dining venues, or are they all just pay? Lots of free dining venues. That's a bad rap that Norwegian kind of has from way back when, when they started going crazy with all the specialty places with the freestyle dining. And and, it probably started as a rumor on Cruise Cruise Critic and spread from there. But um, there's lots of... um, uh, free ones, about half, about half. This last one from Donna in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. Any tips on how not to gain weight at sea? Well, the, the standard things, use the stairs, not the elevators. Um, stay away from the buffets. Um, and, and you know that there's a trick to that. that people think uh, 
buffets are a good idea because you can control the portions. They find, if you come to find in most cases, when you control the portions, you control them a lot heavier than the uh, dining room will. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, you're, you're better off uh, letting them take care of that. And um, uh, that, that, makes a, that makes a big difference. Um, the, if you can stick to, if you can exercise, that would be nice. Uh, it, it, I have a hard time getting to the gym. I know Doug lives there. In the, in, the, in the exercise area, I've seen there all the time, but uh, I, I can't seem to get there. Uh, if, if, you can get, if you can get there, that's great. They have a full exercise facility. If you, if you belong to a gym at home, you can do everything you can do at home at, at, at sea. That's, that's not a problem. Um, going on shore excursions, getting off the ship and walking around uh, the port, is, if nothing else, is, is, is good. Because you know, if you figure, uh, compared to your, your normal everyday life you're probably not um, walking around on the beach in uh, Grand Cayman or on a, someplace else and um, that that takes a little bit of effort uh, more than just walking on on flat ground um, and a lot of people will uh, find that they get a lot more of their workouts doing them on the beach too if they if they just walk if, if that's what they do for exercise is walk if they do it on the beach it requires more effort and uh, same thing with running. Another one too is the the fruity concoctions. They're like uh, so. Uh, another one too is like the fruity concoctions. They're like a thousand calories a piece. In fact, I was reading up, uh, doing some research last cruise, and like one ounce of chocolate liqueur has like 120 calories in it. Wow, that that doesn't surprise me at all because they, they are they do taste pretty good. Yeah. But uh, I wonder, uh, as far as drinking is concerned. You know, there's not a whole lot of drinks around there that it would be considered low-cal, I guess. That's why you sneak your own on. You do, like, uh, di- Diet Coke and vodka. Oh, I see. And, and there's no calories in those in that concoction. Well, not a lot. Uh, I, I think I'd go with the fruity drinks, but you know, that's just me. From Gadling.com, Chris Owen. Love you, Chris. Happy always, New Year. Always a pleasure to be here. Happy New Year to you, and congratulations on a great 2011 for the show. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Hey, I'm Matt Bassford here with Doug Parker. I want to talk to you about TripInsurance.com. They are the low-cost leader in travel insurance. The folks at TripInsurance.com have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Now, we know you're going to shop around on other websites, but one thing is for certain. When you go to TripInsurance.com, you are sure to save up to 40% or more. And with TripInsurance.com, you're not just stuck with one type of travel insurance. They have three different types, good, better, or best, one to fit every budget. And of course, we all love and need to talk to an actual person. That's what you get with TripInsurance.com 24-7 telephone support, just to show you how committed they are to you, the customer. And you can file claims online right on the website, and they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. That's TripInsurance.com. So happy to have with us on Cruise Radio, Lisa and Phil from Chicago. Welcome to Cruise Radio, guys. 
Oh, it's great to be with you. Great to be here. Lisa, this is your first cruise ever. What did you think of the Jewel of the Seas? Like, what were your first impressions of the ship and over the past five days? I'll be really honest. I really didn't want to come on a cruise because I'm a bit, of a, a bit of a control freak and a land lover, and I need to know where my feet are placed. Starting from that, going to now, I've actually asked him to hogtie the captain so we can just stay at sea for another week or two. Great, great time. Met great people. Everyone very, very courteous. Um, and can't wait to come back. And Phil, you've been on a lot of cruises. We were talking about off mic a few moments ago. Um, what did you think of the Jewel of the Seas? Was this, your, this is your first time on the ship, right? Yes. Um, I've been on this class of ship a few times. Mm-hmm. And uh, Royal Caribbean, they do a real good job. Everything's clean. The staff is incredible. Everything about the ship, again, like I said, you know, bigger is always better. A little bit longer on the uh, ship. But there are absolutely no complaints. Nothing wrong with the ship. What did you think about the food on the ship? Absolutely great. Her son's birthday was right before the cruise. Mm-hmm. My birthday is just after the cruise. The uh, Mater D, they even came out with uh, birthday stuff for both of us. Nice. Uh, and all of that was just somebody, t- yeah, Lisa just told them about it. Ten minutes later, everything was taken care of. Cool. We're on a five-night sailing out of Tampa, Florida, and we hit um, two Western Caribbean ports in Mexico. We hit Cozumel and uh, Costa Maya, Mexico. Uh, any? Uh, let me ask you all first off, what did you all think of those two ports? Let's start at Cozumel. Cozumel was a real nice port. Uh, again, I've been on uh, more than a half a dozen cruises. Uh, Cozumel does a real nice job. You can go, you can see whatever you need to see, and still have hours left to sit down and eat. Uh, Costa Maya... Costa Maya is um, I've still got that uh, sleepy fishing village uh, sure. kind of flavor. The only thing is with Costa Maya, there's not a lot of shopping. There's some right. really good food. There's some really good eating, and some you meet some really friendly people there. Uh, we stopped at one place called Nohawk K. It was all the way at the end of the boardwalk. Sat there for about two hours just talking to the staff. Did you see the sign? They hit a sign there that even said that they filmed those Corona commercials on the beach in Costa Maya. I had no clue. They had a sign there, there. little sign there, and you looked out and you could see it was with the one bent uh, palm tree and the way the the water looked. Yeah. For the listeners who don't know, Costa Maya was actually demolished by a Category 5 hurricane like four years ago or so, and they're just slowly starting to rebuild now. And y'all had a really good time in Cozumel too, I hear. Yeah, we did. Um, We were just, uh, we took a taxi down, we were hitting the different shopping uh, spots, and we just walked into a little hole-in-the-wall bar called Woody's, and uh, the owner and the bartender, they told us, they took us off the tourist, the beaten path. They, uh, we told them we were looking for just a couple of things to bring back, and they told us, well, if you just walk about four blocks down, four or five blocks down, you can go here. And uh, we wound up saving about, uh, it was about a third the price of the stuff that we were getting on the main drag just by walking a couple of blocks away. And even there, all the locals, everybody was really great. If they couldn't talk to us, they just literally grabbed somebody right outside the door to come in and translate. Lisa, for the folks who may be considering cruising on the Jewel of the Seas, do you have any maybe first-time tips for them since you were a first-timer yourself? I guess I would say I was glad that I knew about the different events that they'd have on the ship as far as mm-hmm. I had plans on just bringing nothing but T-shirts and shorts the whole time. Right. So it's really nice that the adults are actually adults and we got to get dressed up and get all pretty and spritzied up. Um, the formal night where we got to do great pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, in order for me to get my child to make the nice picture with me, I have to threaten him. <laughs> but um, so, you know, it was nice that 
was a great family atmosphere, I guess. And then for the kids, people who didn't even have families, everyone has been so friendly. I've made so many friends on this ship that I've actually tracked people down and said, wait, I need your information because we're coming back together. So, awesome time. Pack your bags. Come on out. What about you, Phil? You've cruised uh, quite a bit. Do you have any first-time tips for folks who may be considering traveling the Jewel of the Seas? Well, for one thing, overpack. You'd be surprised at how many different things are going on almost 24 hours a day. Phil and Lisa, thank you so much for being on Cruise Radio. Oh, this is absolutely wonderful. All right, that's going to do it. Before we go, a big birthday shout-out to a listener in Atlanta, Georgia, Tracy Mitchell. Happy birthday. Hope it's the best birthday ever. Don't forget, we're on the Stitcher Radio Network, the easiest way to listen to Cruise Radio and your other streaming live radio and podcast. Just go to cruiseradio.net, click on the Stitcher Radio icon. It's a free app for all your smartphones. And we've set up a couple of new things on our site this year. We have the program archives where you can see basically the past year of shows at your fingertips. Just click on program archives. Also, we added our sea blog, so whenever we're sailing, uh, we keep you up to date to what's going on out at sea. And of course, all the news is right there on the new improved homepage of our site. And get the instant alerts. Just fill out your email address under where it says instant email updates. Big thanks to our sponsors, TripInsurance.com and Park West. Also thank Cruise One and Cruises for Less also for being on board this year. From the Cruise Radio Studio, it's in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm Matt Bassford. And for the last time this year, I'm Doug Parker. <laughs> this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer.